We went from like a, a, a like a highball to a no ball. Hello and welcome to another episode of Broverwatch, the Overwatch podcast by a couple of bros who like to play this game, have some drinks, play other games, and talk about it, and talk about what's going on in the world. Uh, I am Riley Turner, your host, joined by my co-hosts, Eric Dunfield. Otherwise known as Mikey Mike Mike. How are you doing, boys? And the one, the only, Mike Shagoonable Shagoon. What up, what up, what up? Awesome. Yeah, no Nick today, guys, at least for the first part of the podcast. He might join us a little later. But we do have a lot to talk about this week. Because um, we, we recorded last week on Wednesday, and our girl Arissa was announced on the Thursday. So we, didn't, we were still in speculation mode last week. Uh, so we're going to jump all into that. I do want to go over our favorite part of the show first, just what we brought to drink. Because as you know, every week to this podcast, we each bring an original cocktail themed around our favorite game here, Overwatch. So uh, what do we bring this week, guys? Uh, this week, I'm I'm picking up the phone and I'm kind of calling it in. I've got a, a big uh, fitness team building uh thing with my with my uh work team tomorrow so uh, i'm staying off staying off the sauce and i'm gonna make up for it on space night on saturday with the crew but uh tonight i'm just drinking a, a tasty tea to keep my body in tip-top shape while i go do fucking a workout that's meant for navy seals tomorrow so uh, wish me luck on that <laughs> nice yeah oh, i do understand the laying off the sauce before a night of hard exercise or a day of hard exercise. Yeah, yeah, I will be a screaming shriveled worm of a man by the end of the uh, end of the workout, but uh, I'm sure it'll be worth it. It'll be a goddamn screaming eagle by the end of the workout. <laughs> America, <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't spell America without Eric. Oh shit! <laughs> All right, how about you, Mike? Well, this week I'm I'm making up for Eric, I think. I already had one of these puppies, as well as a beer or two. So I am, I am good to fucking go um, tonight. And I gotta get, I gotta give credit where credits due. Uh, this, the name for this drink actually got used uh, when all you guys were up visiting, and it, we were kind of drunk by that point. So I'm, I've been waiting for Nick to to make this cocktail, but he has not. So I'm stealing the name because I feel like it suits this cocktail pretty good. So anyway. Been looking at, uh, feeling pretty inspired by my boy, my boy James, James Bond. And, um, you know, he named a lovely type of martini, the Vesper, after a lovely lady that he was very uh, taken with, you could say. Um, And so I went looking through my Overwatch cast and, you know, there's another British agent out on the field. And, um, you know, I bet Tracer walks into a bar in a tuxedo and, Sits down, orders herself a drink, you know, a little gin, a little vodka, and instead of um, whatever the fuck the Vesper's made with, I can't remember how to pronounce that shit, um, she says, you know what, put a little uh, ginger apple cider in there, shaken over ice. So this is the, the Emily. 
Nice. Nice. I like it. Uh, so what is it? Sorry, it's just ginger apple on ice. Uh, no, it's... Yeah, Josh, it's fucking ginger apple on ice. <laughs> what a no, no. We went from like, that... a, a, like a highball to a no-ball. <laughs> no, no, dude. This is uh, this is uh, gin, vodka, and a little bit of um, ginger apple cider, just to give it that ginger taste, because we nice. all love uh, hot redheads. Uh, don't you feel that the shaking a carbonated drink over ice makes it like explodey? Um, shaken lightly. Uh. Careful with it. Just you know, it was I. It worked. I actually really Take like using. That ginger apple is a mix. Like I feel that it's almost sometimes a little too sweet, and it's like as a cider, it's like on the bottom end of sweetness. But it's really nice as kind of uh, something that sweetens up a cocktail and adds some new kind of spicy flavors to it. Uh, even better than just even on its own. Eric, I'm a I, I'm a hundred percent with you. I've got one that I make regularly. I don't want to get into it here on the show because I'm gonna make it into an Overwatch one. Uh, you might have seen me drinking it before, but uh, I might bring that next week. So stay tuned. Ooh, and it call. uses the gingy. So. Yeah, it's a really All nice right. compliment to a lot of different alcohols. I'd, I'd highly recommend totally. playing around yeah. with it with... and making some new cocktails. Uh, yeah, I mean, pro tip, whiskey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's nice, too, because uh, it can turn, like, if you're just drinking, like, ciders on a night, and you're having, like, one or two ciders... Uh, you're only, you're only going to get so much of a buzz, but then you're like drinking down like all that sugar and you're like pretty much already signed up for a hangover. But if you have like half the amount of ciders, but you had so much extra, just like take the piss out of your alcohol to it. Uh, you can get like that sweet buzz you're looking for with like half the sugar. Totally. Mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, I've got one. Now there's a bit of a story that goes with, this one, so you're gonna have to bear with me. Um, it's not an Overwatch themed cocktail. It's called the Triforce. <laughs> it's a bit of a slap together cocktail uh, because I got a text earlier from a friend who works in retail that said, Riley, we just had somebody return a Nintendo Switch. I can hold it for you for, like, maybe two hours, but I'm not really even supposed to do that. And so I immediately, I got off the phone with him, I called a cab, I took, went to that place as soon as God's grace would let me, and I got a Nintendo Switch, which are, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners know, are pretty much impossible to come by at this point. Um... And I got Zelda, obviously. So I'm really hyped on Zelda, and I just couldn't think of anything else to do. So I have the Triforce with me. And it is white wine, lime juice, soda water, a little splash of vodka, and some golden food coloring to give it that (laughs) that golden, golden, sacred color. So I'm drinking the Triforce tonight. It sounds like you're... Trying Sorry. to force it. There's one more uh, part that's very important to it. Three ice cubes. Nice. <laughs> oh. Well, Got to you know, three ice cubes. You know, just throwing it out there. We did have a, a new hero reveal. Arissa. She's got um, some golden colors to her, you could say. Um, also, her gun has three barrels, so she might be wielding a bit of a Triforce herself. 
Nice, nice. nice. Uh, yeah, and with that, I think that's right where we should get into it, guys, is Orissa. Um, thoughts, reactions, how close Jeez. to our predictions. She's a goddess, man. Orissa literally means goddess. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, she's really fun. Yeah, I jumped on. I saw her reveal while I was at school in the afternoon, and I couldn't wait to get to finish my last class and get home and jump on that PTR and give her a try. Um, she's cool. I mean, we can break down her kit in a little bit, but a lot of people were just being like, oh, my God, she's so OP. And they did just tweak her down a little bit. But even before that, I didn't find her too OP. Um no, I would she agree was with you. Good for sure. Like she was high, very good. But no. For me, like the yeah, she. One of the ahead, coolest Eric. parts is just to see like them start to use the PTR as, as an actual um, balance testing zone rather than just as a bug testing zone. I was really excited to see that. Totally. A lot of options with her, and like I'm, I'm really excited for what she brings to the table. Um, and I definitely played a lot of PTR this week, like a lot of PTR. In fact, I didn't even finish my placements like I was supposed to because I played so much PTR. Right. Now, uh, I do have to want to ask you, were you finding, were you actually getting her ever in quick plays or whatever? Or were you uh, playing No Limits or? I got her. Um, I was playing play. specifically quick plays and I've probably played about four hours of time on her. Nice. Wow. That's a lot. So. Yeah, yeah I've only and I've got... played with her, against her, and as her quite a lot. And yeah, I'm I'm really into the character. I think it's going to be great. Totally. Um, I'm really excited. There are new changes that were announced yesterday to the PTR as well. Yesterday or today. Um, that we'll be rolling out with Arissa. And we'll get into those in a little bit. But I was playing PTR, locked into Arissa once, got to play her for a game. Loved her. She's very fun to play. And that's what Definitely. I love about her design is she's feels fun. Love it. Uh, but when I... Obviously, she gets auto-locked in like a fraction of a second. And I was playing Sombra as well. And ooh, baby. She's looking really good with that. With this new kind of meta surfacing. I'm really liking... like That's kind of a one thing I think the people... TR is great for when these new characters come out too is like seeing how the old characters that you like interact in a game with them oh totally like uh, there's so many new like one character coming out creates so many new possibilities so many different character combinations um yeah character combinations mike like i completely agree a lot of people are stacking her with ryan a lot of the youtube content creators are saying like oh my gosh no now it's Ryan and Arissa auto lock, but I don't really buy it. But. I actually totally agree, disagree with that. Actually, um, there's a big, big problem in that chain of thinking, in that they both um, their strengths are the same and their weaknesses are the same. Um, so they don't fight well on a point by themselves. They do really well in chokes. Um, whereas Arissa, like from all of my time, she is super weak on a really hectic fight on on a point because her gun isn't particularly accurate. Um, well, it is pretty accurate, but like it fires slow enough projectiles that like sometimes it can be hard to lock down that Genji or that Tracer who's zipping around you. Um, she's really wide open when she's on the middle of a point, not in a choke, because her barrier can only protect one side, unlike Winston's that protects in like a whole circle. Um, and there's a lot of weaknesses there similar to Reinhardt's. 
Um, and so if a team gets you back, pulled back out of a choke onto a point, like it's pretty hard to defend if you have a Reinhardt and an Orisa. Right. Uh, just for reference, I want to interrupt you for one second. If you have not played her or seen her, the projectiles from her gun fire are around the same speed as Mercy's projectiles. So um, if you can run Mercy's gun with leading your targets pretty well, that's around how you should be leading with Orisa's gun. Yeah, exactly. And and to keep in mind that it has a little bit more spread, so it isn't exactly where you're aiming it. Um, so it does take a little bit to get used to, but definitely very accurate um, if you're good for, with it. Like, you can definitely yeah, put down a, a lot tank, of damage. For sure. Yeah. Um, I, I really like her. I think a lot of people were jumping on the... I think this is the, like, um, natural way to think of a strategy with her would be Hold Ryan Barrier up on the choke like we always have, and then when his barrier is getting low, drop the Orisa barrier down. Ryan takes his barrier down, recovers shield while Orisa's barrier is tanking it, and then goes back up. And you you both kind of, you double down on the choke kind of thing, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, but like, yeah, like I said, like that's super strong. Like it's hard to push past. Like I played her a bunch on Eichenwald, and like that first choke point, if you have an Orisa and a Reinhardt, like have fun trying to get through. Right, um, but the downside is she's slow. She is not super fast, mm -hmm. especially while firing, and she ain't no diva or Winston, right? Like, so somebody gets over that that gap and gets onto the point. Like, okay, I guess you're gonna do the slow hustle back to the. You're gonna swagger your way on down to the point to try and uh, take somebody off there. Meanwhile, they've got a tick already, right? Yeah, she totally. definitely doesn't fit in dive comps. No, no not, not a bit. Which is actually good because that like that meta has become pretty strong in competitive, and it will be good to have another character uh, from a tank perspective entering the game that fits in a position that is uh, a counter to that meta, and hopefully uh, continues to open up the meta to a more fluid uh, place that isn't dominated by one style of play. Fuck you, Bastion. <laughs> <laughs> On the note of Bastion, Orisa into Bastion is actually pretty fucking strong. Um, because her gun does like a lot of damage. It's fairly accurate, and you can just with. Well, I know they've changed it now, but when I was playing around the PTR, two hundred rounds. Holy shit! You can lay yeah. into a bastion, right? Like, uh, and that damage mitigation when she uses um, her resist ability. Like, holy shit! Good luck, yeah. bastion. Just for some numbers, it, it is down to one fifty rounds now, and the damage reduction is fifty percent. So fifty percent damage reduction ain't nothing to raise your nose at. Not a bit. Um, man, you can survive so many alts, so many like close calls with the, just throwing up your your damage reduction. Like it's it's unreal. Totally. Um, so let's talk about the elephant in the room: her alt fire, uh, the mini grav well. How do it I feel? It pulls harder than Graviton Surge. Yeah. Ruben, that's it's not a little, bad. Uh, it's a little crazy. I think I wasn't really noticing it thrown off my game too much on the PTR. However, that being said, I don't think people were really using it to its full potential. So it, I think it, it might be really scary and frustrating in the hands of somebody who... Um, who really knows what they're doing with it, who really knows how to throw it over the Ilios well um, or use it on the Li Jiang Tower 
uh, the garden one, you know, it, it could be scary in the wrong hands. But. And it's going to make people that are in comms in like um, even like quick play or competitive teams that are actually st- stacking their alts so vicious. Because before, like uh, one common strategy was Zarya does uh, Graviton Surge, Tracer lays down her pulse bomb and like Tracer gets play in the game. Uh, but now if your comms are tight, you can now, you don't have to wait for Zari anymore. Tracer just has to have her alt and you can still pull the same play without using a character's alt. Totally. totally. She's going to definitely see competitive play, like, uh, at a high level, like pro- professional level play, uh, just because she brings so much to the table. Uh, but like, even after like my few hours of playing her on the PTR, like I was pulling off stuff, like I, I saw it posted on Reddit, but I've, I've done this myself where you're coupled with a Reinhardt. He says he's got his alt. You just lift the enemy Reinhardt off the ground and let him alt, and they all just fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, like the alts mixed with her halt ability is just there's so many possibilities. Um, and actually, my very first game on Orisa, I got both the achievements in the same match. Um, just like you pull everybody in with halts and one because it has a pretty huge range for how far it can pull people. Um, and then a Pharah launches off her rockets, boom, that's instant achievement. What are yeah, the achievements yeah. for? Sorry, if you, I, I never, I didn't actually look at oh, the achievements. So one achievement is that um, you use halt to pull four or more heroes in to be damaged by an alt. Uh, okay. Um, and then the other achievement is putting down her ultimate and doing over, uh, giving an extra nine hundred damage in one ultimate use. Okay, that pretty, seems like it's pretty, pretty easy. easy to yeah. do. Yeah, because yeah. that thing boosts. And but also that's a, a ton of damage. Boost. That's such a huge amount of fucking damage that's like two characters or three if they're squishies health pools just fucking gone with your extra damage not even just the original ones right. that's one, so feral much damage. one feral alt my friend one feral alt I would like to does so the achievement count barrier damage because like if you actually... just boost your team and then everyone laces into a Rhine shield, like of course you're gonna get the achievement. You're gonna get yeah, it in you two seconds. get like a couple soldier seventy, like, get a soldier seventy six and a Farah, and you've like you've got it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, that's pretty cool, man. Um, speaking of, if you guys live in a, if listeners, you live in a cave and you don't know what her alt is, she lays down a spicy bongo drum and it gives a mercy damage boost to everyone around it in line of sight of it. It's pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. And um, you can um, you can actually put your barrier up against a wall to protect it. So you lay it against the wall, you lay the barrier around it. They have to do a fuck ton of damage to your barrier before they can actually even attack your bongo drum. But don't dismay; a tracer can get in through the barrier and do two hundred damage to it in no time. So it's not yeah. super overpowered. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I mean, the fact that it needs line of sight compared to, like, Symmetra's shield gen it makes a big difference. Um, Tomber can hack it. Um, there's lots of ways to get around it, I think. And if you see a bunch of... The big thing is it has a bunch of blue tendrils coming off of it onto all of the people who are being damage-boosted. You see that, either hide, or it also tells you exactly where it is, right? So then your tracer knows exactly where to blink to to get rid of it real quick and sure she might die for doing it but she still essentially saves the team by doing it you know yeah i uh, i find like when you're defending a choke and you put it down somewhere like near the back of your team and like they're already having a hard time getting through the choke you can 
burst down shields super fast with your team with that damage boost. And it's it's like actually insane. Like I, we've won, I've won so many team fights just by putting down the damage boost. Like okay, here you go, team. Like you're gonna kill everybody in like two shots. Have fun for sure. I think it'll have to be stacking potential is just fucking crazy with that. Like just so insane. Like I'm just immediately thinking like nano boost plus that. Um, like is just everyone is dead. Plus yeah, nano boost plus that plus molten core. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because I want like... little toy going to be more of an unstoppable <laughs> wreck machine. Just this tiny little god <laughs> he running around you just by looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nano boost, have you guys? had the honor of being nano boosted as a Arissa? Not yet. No. Oh my god. It you are a god. You are a pure god. You um you have your damage redu- reduction from your your uh, I don't even remember what it's called, but her resisting ability. Fortify. Um, fortify, thank you. Um, plus your damage reduction from the nano boost. Uh, plus you deal out so much damage as it is already and increases your rate of fire like you are just you're you're a walking talking goddess it's amazing that's pretty cool actually yeah um we've broken down her kit a lot guys i do want to talk a little just uh, what do you guys think of her design how do you like it how do you like the story behind it um what do you think i think she's visually like really fun like there's a lot of really cool stuff kind of going on there where um it's not like zenyatta where the omnic character feels like like a human character but it's also not like bastion where the omnic character very much feels like a machine it's like this weird almost like bestial like anthropomorphic hybrid with like her design of like like almost like tusks coming off her face uh and i i really like i really like her design like from a from an art perspective like it's just really fun to see her on the field yeah she's a robo centaur dude i love centaurs I'm so into <laughs> centaurs right now. Um, also, only character who can see her feet. Yeah, I saw that, that out there. <laughs> that's, that's, pretty uh, that's pretty fun. Um, but like, yeah, I, I feel like she also feels, she feels like she's really big. Like, you feel Great. like you're this big, intimidating force. Um, and like, I really love that because I feel powerful when I play her, and it's really rewarding. On the flip side of that, I've been playing a lot of Sombra on the PTR and stuff. <laughs> baby is she easy to shoot <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah like and like she only has 400 health 200 health 200 armor granted where i'm not considering that she that she uses her 50 percent damage reduction at any point but that's not that much that's less than winston um so you know what she like she can be taken down in the hands of a bad player, she can be taken down quite handily. I would say that she relies really heavily on her team for protection herself. Like, she's a strong tank herself, but she definitely relies heavily on her team to be taking care of those threats that can get in behind her, because honestly, she's not going to be able to shoot those fast-moving characters like like Genji. Not as well as other characters, anyway. Right. She's like a utility yeah. tank, really. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, 400 is her regular number, but then when you get into, like, I don't know if you guys have ever played tanks in MMOs, they're always talking about, on, like, tank forums, they're always talking about effective health rather than um, your actual health pool. Mm. So that's just, that kind of adds in how much mitigation you have and and stuff, and 
but you're effectively considering your health pool, how much damage you can take after mitigation until you die. And so with her, think about it, she's got their 900 shield, and so that goes up to whatever. Let's say not all of it gets blocked. Maybe add a good 300 health onto her from that. And then 50% damage reduction. So maybe in a perfect situation, that would give her an extra eh, 400 health, but let's say 200 health. That raises her effective health pool pretty fucking high. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If she's being played right. She has, uh, in the right hands, she has really good survivability. Um, but I do still feel like, um, similar to like everybody talking about Bastion being overpowered, and it's really just like we're not coordinated enough to deal with it. Um, a coordinated team can take down Arissa super fast, um, right. just like through good teamwork. Um, but one thing I, I want to ask you guys about is since we brought up the shield, what do you guys think about her shield? Being able to it. shoot it? Yeah, it's sweet, man. I think it's really cool. I think you're going to see some really funny, fun plays. Like, uh, we, all, we all remember the first time we saw some, a Symmetra fire her barrier at an alting Pharah, and mm. the Pharah dies. So I think we're going to see some pro shots, like a Pharah alts too close to the ground, and you just you throw your barrier up there, and then she kills herself. Or um, stuff like that. On, on the same note... Um... Junkrat is getting a change, which we'll get into. But during the, some of my PTR games, um, I had a Junkrat that was just like really lacing into us, and I fired my shield into the Junkrat, and he blew himself up pretty quickly. So I, I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff that we're going to see with the the barrier. Um, but also I mean, not- on the other side of it, we have stuff like I had a Soldier seventy six who had like maybe fifteen health left in the middle of the line of fire, and just like fire your shield out right in front of the blasts that are about to hit him, and like. Nothing feels better than being like, I fucking saved my teammate. That's right. Right. I did that. That's cool, man. For sure. Um, Yeah, guys, we've got a lot to cover tonight. I think, and the PTR is huge, so I know Arissa is a huge thing, and we could talk about her for hours, but I do want to get through the other character changes, like you said about Junkrat and stuff. Uh, Anything else you want to add about Arissa? Um, Just last thing is some of her skins are amazing boys Ooh, yeah. um her scarab skin with the like the fluttering wings in her gun when she reloads like just the minor details blizzard does such okay. a good job with the small details i did not know about those wings i already thought that the two beetle skins are freaking amazing as is uh but yeah that's really cool uh, yeah. and the epic skin being the or15 i think is oh. really a really cool thing like that God, i can't wait on launch day, something like that would have been a legendary skin, but uh, it just goes to show how much Blizzard is up their skin game. And it's where the money oh. comes from, baby. Exactly, yeah. Oh, I'm going to be picking up the Aura 15 skin and the and the Blue Scarab skin pretty mm-hmm. much the second she drops. Totally. I mean, like, I'm in a place now where I feel like I should save all my credits for the next holiday, but I'm with you, like... If I end up playing her a lot, I will buy her skins and stuff that I like. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's. Uh, I've played her enough now that I feel like she's going to be my next like tank hero. Like I right. feel like Reinhardt's always going to be a staple for me. But like when I need to play tank, I, I'm going to love having the option of playing Arissa, and that's really my style of tanking too. Totally, that's cool, man. Um, yeah, I mean the the other glaring thing that. You know, we got the YouTube Doomsayers out on it again. Uh, 
talking about PTR like it's the end of the world. The queen is <laughs> the queen is dead, guys. Anna, she's no more. No, no one's ever gonna play Anna ever again. The yeah, queen is dead. Been deleted Long from the game. Yeah, you pepperonis. better believe it. Poor one yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if you're an Anna player, just just quit the game now. Yeah, uninstall. Just freaking uninstall. You don't. You shouldn't even play anymore. Go back to Widowmaker because that's what we need. I'm an Anna player, and I. I am an honor player, and I do think that these changes are necessary, and I'm not too butthurt about them. I think they're I think they're good after the second change. Uh, originally, it was right. kind of like a chainsaw to the knees, but uh, I, I think now it is a little bit more appropriate. Yeah. So like, let, let's go over those changes. So originally, uh, Anna had basically like just. Just got torn apart with her with her rifle um, damage increased from eighty to sixty, so that's significant. That's um, like twenty five percent of her damage removed from her rifle, right. as well as fifty um, percent of her damage uh, removed from her grenade and fifty percent of the healing uh, impact healing uh, reduced from a hundred to fifty. So significant am- amount of uh, uh, sla- hack and slash on her there, but it looks like they've uh, since then. Uh, updated it five hours ago to be uh what's going to be coming up is the impact damage and healing is going to be reverted to the live values so that 50 percent that we originally said for the impact damage and impact healing is going to go back up to 1600 but we are still looking at a 25 percent uh her damage on her rifle i gotta say eric i did not know about this update i personally think that's the exact wrong way that they should have done it i think the rifle damage should have stuck and the grenade healing should have been nerfed i think it's very unfun to play as a like flanker trying to go at this anna and you get her down like quite a bit and then she just grenades roughly at her feet and you take a shitload of damage and she gets healed back up to full like i don't know that's to be fair, me. though, she does 80 fucking damage per shot. Um, I guess And she so. shoots fast, right? Like, she shoots pretty fast. A couple shots, and she takes down, like, a couple flan- like most of the flankers. Yeah. Um, and, like, that's fucking dirty. Nothing, you should not be able to... She is a sniper, and she's a support healer. And that screams that her counter should be flanking characters. And when you're a Genji, and you're scared to go after the Ana because she's going to fucking kill you... Um, that like that is no fun to play against as that mm-hmm. character. I guess I think the thing that I notice the most when I'm trying to flank her is not her shooting me. It's the fact that I can get really close to killing her and then feel like all of my work is undone because she pointed at her feet and pushed E. Yeah, that's uh, fair too. Because like so. at least she has to aim at you in order to be doing damage to you with her rifle. Um, but like you you are completely right that her grenade feels bad as a flanker like yeah it shouldn't do so much to you uh, eric you just kind of ruined my night by giving me that update well someone's got a nintendo switch so i'm not really <laughs> too pissed about ruining your night and uh you must have been really upset about the changes if you're if you're now too bummed to play but i'll take it for the night if you want <laughs> good point speaking of podcast over i'm gonna go play zelda dude if you i'm just, kidding uh, you i'm just... kidding i'm kidding <laughs> If you could just put your uh, switch on a on a on the next ferry over here, I would love that for the evening. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll leave it on the seat for you. 
Thanks, yeah, bud. I know it'll walk. make it. I'll leave it on the seat with a little note that says, please leave me here. My friend is coming. And then, uh, wouldn't it I'll be go... cute if it actually made it? That would be a <laughs> It wouldn't because I'd that be would on be a that really ferry. Cute Facebook and I would story. Replace the note with, sorry, Mike, I came and picked it up myself. Like, that's the kind of shit that my mom posts on Facebook. Like, that's, <laughs> that's just those little feel goods. Like, love it. It's your inside ticklers, <laughs> Thanks, mom. you know? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah. Oh, inside ticklers. Um, so. Anna got hit hard, and not as hard as I want her to be now, uh, thanks to you, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I contacted uh, Geoff, good man, and uh, let him know that uh, you got a switch, so he needs to ruin your night a bit. <laughs> However, every other character got buffed, pretty much. Um, not every other character, but lots of characters. <laughs> uh, Junkrat, who would have seen that coming? And this is a change to his passive. Junkrat is no longer damaged by his own explosives. I actually kind of love this. Huge. Um, it's I think that's, so huge. I think it really opens up the possibility for those, like, Junkrat throwing his little bomb on the ground to blast himself into the middle of a team and then just ripping the tire and not dying. I agree. Because, like, man, there's so many cool uh, videos of, like, Junkrat saves the day by just fucking blowing himself up. But, like... He shouldn't have to be the suicide bomber. Let him jump in there, blow them up, and like be the hero he deserves to be. I, I totally, I, I agree with you that like that's like because that's the same problem I had with Mercy is that you get to save the day and then you have to kind of watch it from the kill cam. Uh, but I just like the flavor of him having to like suicide Kamikaze in to get it done, uh, but and like not even caring. Uh, but no, I agree that like as a player, this feels better. Totally. Yeah. Really- yeah. I'm not a huge Junkrat player. I haven't been since season one. I played quite a lot of Junkrat, but then I got good, you know? Um, (laughs) Not really. That's a joke. I'm terrible. But I have been reading a lot of reports of people who do play Junkrat saying, like, this change feels so good. No longer do I have to feel like I have to kind of, like, stay on high ground and just randomly throw bombs into the point. Like, say on a control point map, for example, now Junkrats feel like they can actually get on that point and start uh, doing damage and getting in there and, um, you know, get up there, tear a Rhineshield apart, because now you can, and it feels good. Yeah, totally. Like, you can get right in there. You can get right into the fight now, whereas before Mm -hmm. you had to be super careful with all of it. And, like, I think this might actually even open up for, like, a little bit more suicide junkrat if you bear with me like he oh, yeah. runs right into the middle of their fucking team is blasting them dies and out of his like his secondary passive when he dies drops a bunch of bombs and kills a few more like i feel like that's almost a good strategy now yeah i think it's i, I think it's a great direction for junkrat i think he's needed a little bit of love for quite a while he's been on the he's been in the bottom of the barrel as you could say for a while now um and then, yeah, it's just nice to give him some love. Mm-hmm. We yeah, got yeah, some more like... love for some other characters, too. Some good love. Good loving. Ooh, and I do love some good loving. I gotta say, uh, you, as you listeners probably know, I love Sombra. I want to be a Sombra main, but I just haven't really felt it appropriate with her standing and my skill. 
she got some really nice changes here. Um, basically, everything that the community has been asking for, uh, except for more damage, got given to her. Her cooldown on Translocator was reduced, so it more reliably syncs up with your cooldown on stealth. So there's not so much like waiting for four seconds at the health pack after you translocate out, waiting for your stealth to come off cooldown, or waiting to put another translocator down. Uh, she she doesn't scream to the entire enemy team when she comes out of stealth anymore holy moly who'd have thought that would help the stealth character (laughs) Um, she she only whispers it now it's just a whisper no it has a yeah it has a range on it now so it'll still play if you're within 15 meters of um, an enemy which is the range of your hack so like you can pretty much because it gives you like a targeting reticle when you are in range to hack somebody, right? So you know that if you can have that up on someone, they're going to hear you come out of stealth. So this opens up a lot of play opportunities for you to come out of stealth before you are in that range and then go up there because Sombra does have the quietest footsteps in the entire game. So it kind of like it balances, it makes her a more strategic stealther. Um, totally. And your whole team can see hacked health packs through walls now. That's so helpful. And yeah. also for like the somber player herself, not having to like, okay, these are my rounds. This is the this is the timing. I'm gonna like keep checking this to make sure that it's actually still hacked. Like that's a mess. You should just be able to look as the somber player. Like, but even as her team now, like they can actually effectively get health from the health packs. Totally, it's gonna make her into like this weird pseudo healer even more than she kind of was before um because man those health health packs come back quickly when they're hacked yeah and i feel like um i feel like she's never really been a straight offense character i feel like she's been like a nice mix of utility and offense um but now you can really sense that utility more and i think she's gonna be a much bigger player overall for totally uh, i'm I'm very excited to try her with these changes because, as you all know, I love her. Uh, and I'm, yeah, very, very excited. Not that I'll get to for 50 or so odd gaming hours because I'll be playing Breath of the Wild. But <laughs> um, So, so can, we, can, we, can we talk about the most important change on the PTR, please, finally? Yeah, I, I knew this one would be your most important. Um, Winston? Oh, this isn't what I thought you were going to say. This is the most important change by far. Freaking Winston. We've been talking about this for weeks. What would be good for Winston and like just like some update for Winston. Poor Winston. But like finally, he's getting an update to his old shield there. Can't wait. Love that. Yeah. And I think this was kind of inspired by how they coded the Orisa shield. Because Orisa, from the day she came on, her shield cooldown starts when she fires the damn thing. And for Winston, his cooldown has always traditionally started when the barrier fails. Um, Now, he got Orisa's version of doing it. And I think this is just something that, like, they made Orisa and they were like, hey, this feels a lot better. Oh, who has a barrier like this? Winston does. Hey, that would probably feel a lot better if his cooldown started earlier. Definitely, but it it totally would. Um, That's one of the biggest things is like a lot of time Winston players will have to go hide somewhere to be like, okay, my barrier is going to come up soon so I can finally jump in, maybe do a tiny bit of damage and jump back out. Now it's like, oh, I can be be a wrecking ball in the middle of their team. 
and I can get out alive and get back into the fight before yeah, it's too late. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I find as Winston a lot of the time, like, I'm pretty self-sufficient healer-wise. I can jump out to go... I know... I leave myself an open clear path to kind of jump onto that big health pack so like you said yeah this is just eliminating downtime same kind of change it that sombra got just eliminating that downtime making these harass characters able to harass more often because it really feels bad to have downtime in a high paced game like overwatch like it's very high pace and to be playing one of these characters that were i would call slow characters um it it does feel bad compared to playing a lot of other characters. So I'm I'm really glad Winston's getting a little bit of love. Yeah, and in a way, I would put Winston and Sombre in the same category as like I just said, harassing characters rather than um, you know whatever what Direct our traditional damage, yeah. um, traditional roles. Yeah. They're very much harassment, and they feel they feel really good. Uh, Mike, I really thought you were going to say the Zenyatta changes. Were that's your my second. Favorite. That's my second. Yeah. That's- yeah, but Winston um, deserved it, you know? Yeah, totally. The big and monkey scientist who just needs a little bit of love. Finally got some. Been there, yeah. buddy. We've all been a big <laughs> monkey scientist that needs a little bit of love sometime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. Um, yeah, Zenyatta, though, uh, he can now discord through barriers. Incredible. <laughs> what? Um, wasn't that going to be removed? I thought that was going to be removed... Uh, yeah, that is going to be removed in the future patch. Orb of Discord targeting oh. through barriers has been uh, reverted. Uh, it's going to be in the patch uh, tomorrow, hopefully. Oh, hmm. shit. Well, never mind then. Just the oh, ultimate yeah. Fake news, well, sir! I mean, Fake news! I, well, okay, to be fair, um, that would be like pretty strong. Um, as I said, in the auto player. Um, waiting for those opportunities for the Reinhardt shield to, like, when he goes to do his fire strike. Like, that's that's kind of a big part of playing Zenyatta and calling out those orbs. And, like, I mean, it would kind of make him a little strong. Because, like, if you think about it, that, like, couple seconds that Reinhardt drops his shield for the fire strike, if he already has an orb on him, that's almost a dead Reinhardt if you focus him down. Um, and that's not really necessarily fair. And it just, yeah. like, really negates All right. stuff like May um, going into her little show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, Eric, I'm just going to put this out there. That's the second time you've ruined my night tonight. Uh, I am uh, the bear of bad news. mine now. Oh, man. Well, you I'm both out. better give up. Uh, Mike, I'll take all your skins. And uh, Riley, I will take your switch. And I'll be good to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> Actually, I, I, guys, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm leaving the podcast because uh, I, I'm going to go cry over the fact that I'm not playing a switch tonight. So yeah. <laughs> thanks for rubbing that in. They're just going to go read a book like a fucking pleb. Just read a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> reads anymore. Totally. Reads. Yeah, I guess. There's, there's some awesome changes coming to the PTA. I think this is going to be a really fun big patch to be a part of. And, like, holy um, fuck, like, that's not even it, though, for the stuff that we've received this week, hey? Like, we also got a new comic this week. Yeah, I was going to come into we That was today, and... Uh, just uh, our regular disclaimer when you get a comic or a short to our listeners we are going to talk about spoilers if you haven't read it yet pause you're probably spoiling and your pants. Worth, worth reading definitely worth reading yeah. so pause Lots pause away bits. read it come come check check out the podcast after and i only have to assume that you're listening to this podcast on the internet 
Otherwise, I'll be really concerned and scared. No, I only encourage people to uh, download the episode without listening to it, convert it to cassette, and and listen to it on tape. In fact, I'm listening on my old-timey radio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but you you clearly have a device that can load a comic, so go do that right now. Going into it, though. Holy moly, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. That, uh... Torbjorn, Torbjorn's uh, reveal is his dark secret. Ugh. Yeah, he built the it, very, very cool. Um, it makes sense now because Tor- Zarya has an opening game timeline to Torbjorn that's like, um, a great suffering of my people is on your hands, Matt Torbjorn or whatever, and he's like, tell me something I don't know or whatever. But he's he's like clearly his voice actor does a great great job making him sound ashamed about it and now we know why because torbjorn built the bastions um i feel like torbjorn built a lot i feel like he built more than the bastions i feel like this like this reveal says that like torbjorn could have built like he well he built the the massive titans right Mm -hmm. um but like i feel like he might be like one of the direct like reasons for the omnic crisis right totally um he might have been the one that made Omnic Omnium self-aware or something. Like, I think we're going to get into this, some very cool stuff. Um, and he's the one that's been giving Bastion all these buffs, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do love it, though. I mean, just a couple of panels that really stuck out to me were similar to the Zarya voice line, the one where the cop guy is just like, don't you have enough blood on your hands, Torbjorn? And he's just like... Nobody knows that more than I do. And then um, Bastion, how his whole deal now is just walking around helping woodland creatures build homes. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the coolest thing ever. He's helping Dude. a beavers build a dam. Dude, I um after this comic, I I like I love Bastion so much more. So I I he's like this character that like in game we love to hate him. But then outside of the game, it's like, man, he's just so endearing and just oh, yeah, so 100%. lovely. He's Wally, dude. It's amazing. Oh. <laughs> he's oh, very he's so heavily crazy. armed Wally. So confused. <laughs> Which is all I wanted from Wally. <laughs> More armaments. Um, and I just love the the lore, like, because, like I said in an earlier episode, we need to kind of think of the new story media we get as happening present day. So. This is probably happening present day. So right now in the story, Torbjorn just picked up a cute little Bastion robot, and he's gonna go on and like he could take it. Torbjorn and Reinhardt are real close. We know that. Maybe he's gonna take Bastion to Reinhardt and be like, "What the fuck? Like, what do we do with this? Like, clearly it's self-aware. Clearly it's not bad anymore. Like, we should." Uh, I think there's going to be some cool story that goes along with this new partnership between Torbjorn and Bastion. And honestly, like also, the last panel, like the last few panels really felt like Pokemon. Like it was like these two misfits going out on an adventure with their animal friends. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is that like, like you mentioned with Reinhardt, like Reinhardt, Reinhardt is a crusader and like fought in that battle of Eichenwald against totally. these Bastion units. Like how is he going to react to this? Um, this like different bastion. I'm really excited to see where they go with this storyline. Yeah, it's a very interesting thing, like how 
it was mentioned about the OR-15 in the Arisa reveal, and then in this comic it reinforces it. Like, it makes people uncomfortable and scared to see all these relics of the Omnic crisis, right? The OR-15, OR-14s were a unit that used in the Omnic armies. The, the way that these people react to seeing one Bastion unit is insane. They're just like, let's take it out... They want to form a militia with rifles to go and kill it, kind of thing. Well, so kind of what it, it reminded like, me of is like witch burning in Salem, right? Like, um, like they they suspect somebody's a witch. They hold like a town council to to decide how to deal with it, and they're gonna like go and murder this thing. Like it's it's very like old fashioned sounding. Like we're gonna get our rifles together and our pitchforks, and we'll go frickin' burn this bastion at the stake. But like this is in the this is like very futuristic as well. So it's. Totally. It's a really weird juxtaposition, yeah, but like the, the cool. really cool thing about it is like he's now like a symbol of hope, though a little bit like yeah, for Torbjorn for, for the woodland creatures, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> it, there's a really cool Torbjorn line in it that is something like, uh, it, "Well, if this one can change, then and then he gets cut off by the dickbag policeman." But it's a, definitely a symbol of hope that like, hey, maybe all of them can change. Or maybe Torbjorn, like, obviously from the in-game voice lines, we know Torbjorn's not a huge fan of Omnix, but maybe this will renew his hope in them a little bit. Just as, like, a weird, like, sidecar to this, um, I recently watched Warm Bodies on Netflix, and basically it's, like, a story about zombies that start becoming human again, slowly. And, like, just what you said right there very much reminded me of that. It's like, oh, this one zombie is, like, actually, like, starting to think and be, be like, kind and show kindness. And, like, wow, what if, like, what if they can all change? And that, like, that, yeah, that really, really made me, me reminded me of that. Totally. Well, guys, it's getting pretty close to my bedtime, I think. Yeah, it sounds yes. like it's uh, almost yeah. approaching switch o'clock. Is that what time yeah. that is? Okay, hold up. I got I got one more thing for us. One more thing, and I think it's a big deal. All right. The community has wrestled with Jeff, and now they might be receiving death. If you know what I mean. What? Have you guys seen what uh, what the Jeff's Jeff's post where he ends the post with Jeffrey? For one, he is pissed at us. Oh before. yeah, I saw um, this too. And it's about the XP grinding custom. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. Um, yeah. Don't wrestle with Jeff, boys. This Don't is why we can't Jeff. have nice things, community. Yeah, I, like I was actually, I it was on the other day and really excited. I was just not really in the mood for competitive, blah blah blah. I was looking to get into the uh, our, the server browser and just the thing lit up with just like AFK EXP grind, blah blah blah. And uh, I was just like, no, I'm not. No, that's dumb. How um, dirty is that? That's like. Community, we fucked up. We upset our overlords at Blizzard, and like we deserve to have some restrictions put on us. Like I feel like, feel like we really fucked up. Like I hate going into the server browser and seeing shit like that. I just want to do fucking boss mode or hide and seek or whatever the fuck else is out there. Not that shit. That's messed up. I did really like the way I I did read this today at school. Actually, I just didn't really know what it. I, I skimmed it, but one of the things he said was like. We gave you this tool without all of these crazy draconian restrictions because it's more fun to have this tool without it. Granted, we gave you a tool that you can misuse. So, 
Yeah, he he was he definitely did seem pissed. Yeah, yeah. Ending ending it with Jeffrey really did it for me. Like he yeah. just oh, oh Jesus, we're not on a we're not on a, like a short name basis anymore. <laughs> we, no. we upset Papa Jeff. It's a it's a bad deal now. Totally, you know, it, it's not a fun thing and, for them to do. And even just yeah. like the last line, we as the vast majority of you who are enjoying the, fe- the feature as designed, do not want to see the experience game go away. Please help us out here. It's like, we will take this away from you. Like, experience game yeah. is not here forever if you fuck it up. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I, I, feel, I felt really dirty about it when I was reading the post. Like, I never actually got into any of those things myself. But like, just like as a community, like why why couldn't we have like why couldn't we just have nice things, guys? I'm like, not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, it's like yeah, when it was very it was very sad overall. Your dad comes home. He's had a bad day at work, and uh, you didn't do anything wrong. But the first thing he grabs is the whiskey, and he doesn't say, "Hey, how you doing, kiddo?" And it's just like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a very sad thing for I, I read it on my lunch break today and I just kinda like read through it and was like, Oh, I, I go to this I, I go to the subreddit and I check out for news because I'm excited for, for new stuff and then just like, Oh guys, we fucked up. Like as a community, we fucked up. Um, we didn't so fuck up a bunch of lazy people fucked up. Yeah. Oh totally, totally. But like we're part of I we're bear part of no the responsibility community. in this. Yeah, but like I feel like as like a member of the community, I feel like, oh man, like as a community we could have done better. I take absolutely zero responsibility <laughs> my shoulders. Yeah, holy fuck. If you look at, like, half the comments, not on that thread on Reddit, but on, like, Reddit in general, um, I very much am excited by, like, the cool community that we've been introduced to in Overwatch. Uh, but uh, it is a large enough game that uh, not all of its cult- culture is something that I can align myself with. But Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. A lot of it is really cool. All you listening are fucking awesome. Keep drinking with us, but... Uh, you know what I mean. Word. Um, yeah, guys, with that, I think we're probably getting a little long, too, right, Eric? Yeah, we're about 54 minutes. Uh. <laughs> 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 I'm the one drinking tea, bitches. <laughs> All right, guys, and with that, I think it's switch o'clock for me. Oh, it's bedtime, unfortunately. Um, but maybe I'll squeeze a little switch in there. Uh you can find us always at Show at gmail.com at Show on Twitter at Show on Facebook uh, hit us up we check it semi-regularly but we'll at least get your gamer tag and we'll add you up and we'll play some freaking games you can honestly that's where you can find us you can find us playing Blizzard games so uh, thanks thank you so much for listening and Jump on that PTR, try out that Orisa, read that Bastion comic, uh, go get a Nintendo Switch, you know, do all those things. Don't wrestle with Jeff. Don't wrestle with Jeff. Yeah, <laughs>